There. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Once again, you can always call or text the show at 402-464-5685. Watch us and comments on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Uh, <laughs> UT is before the break, Sip. Yeah. yeah we, we, we told you. We, we heard from Casey Thompson yesterday, as well as Mark Whipple, Chava Purdy, Mickey Joseph. We, we didn't hear from Donovan Rayola. And I think it's because Donovan Rayola was not pleased but with the offensive line and would not it was probably not a good time to put donovan in front of a bunch of reporters but he, was he is at the speak. end of the day a rayola um and that might not have looked or sounded appropriate <laughs> uh, if you know what i mean um he's a rayola probably a good move not to make that appearance in front of 30 40 people so but casey thompson talked about the way he has come back and a, from a thumb injury that he incurred October 9th last year against Texas. You have some sound from You've got Casey. several different sounds. Okay. I, I mean, he, he talked, Jake, about – I don't know how you got those labeled, but how, he talked about how much that the corrective procedure that he underwent – in April, how much that has helped him in this camp? You know, a lot of times the body will overcompensate. Um, you know, I went from October 9th to April 9th all the way through spring ball. I basically had a ligament that was, you know, um, injured, and I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of ongoing chronic, uh, I guess, issues in my thumb that I didn't know about. Um, and once we found out, uh, we we got it fixed and. Um, I basically went from October to April uh, throwing the football, um, not knowing that I had some damage in there, and um, we got it fixed. And I would say now I feel better than ever. Um, my grip is 100%. Um, you know, I'm able to throw the ball like I want to with the velocity that I want to. Um, have great mechanics. Uh, you know, I have more zip on the ball, and I'm able to throw it around the field. So I would say I probably was making it work um, just by compensating from. Week six against Oklahoma in the second quarter, I threw a screen pass to B. John Robinson on the left hash on third down, and uh, it was incomplete. And uh, I basically probably tore and strained all the ligaments and muscles and everything in my hand. I, I didn't, uh, I didn't know uh, at that time what the severity of it was, but um, like I said, everything is fixed now, and uh, I'm healthy, and my thumb and my arm are stronger than it's ever been. Uh, I'm really excited about. Um, the way the ball is coming off my hands, and uh, I think Coach Frost is right. You know, I have more confidence and more grip, so I'm able to just make more throws. Wow. Okay. Now, if, that, if you're, yeah, Pretty if you're, detailed in, there. if you had, well, he's very intelligent and very pleasant. But but forget all that. That ligament is the most important thing in that conversation, and that is a very. If you're a Nebraska fan and you just heard that, you have to come away feeling much more comfortable, right? Because a lot of the summer was speculation about Casey's thumb and is he okay and blah, 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 blah. And, there, you know, some of that speculation was well-founded. Uh, but now 
it's kind of I think you can put that to rest. Well, it's even those people that that weren't impressed with him in the spring. I mean, he wasn't fully healthy still. How would they? What were that? What, what were they basing on? Two series. Listen, they they, want, they wanted to see probably some deep shots, and they didn't really see deep shots. Okay, right? Is that why? Yeah, I, that, I think that's if I speak for them, that's what they're concerned. I don't know about. what you can glean out of two series <laughs> two in a series. spring game when they're not even tackling. Pick at all. all. Right. Anyway, um, good news there. Casey's healthy. And you, 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 oh yeah, you weren't, I was going to say you saw the first media availability practice. You didn't, that's fine. But anybody who did was commenting that he, he, the comments were, he looks fine. He, the grip looks fine. The ball comes out of his hand. It jumps out of his hand. Um, this is good to hear. I'm happy for Casey Thompson, right? Think about a quarterback every day playing with, Pain in his hand, pain in his thumb, where you got to grip the ball. He said he could. He made it work in the spring. Now he made it work to a level where he won the number one job. Right? He made it work at a pretty high level, even at Texas. But now he doesn't have to just make it work anymore. This is, this is, this has to be um, liberating for him, right? Liberating. I would think so. So that's a that's a piece of good news for Casey um, and for Nebraska. You know, you got you have three quarterbacks with starting experience. They're all healthy right now. Watched them yesterday. Watched them throw. Um, so that's that's good news. What do you? What's going on over there? I got people saying the stream's having some issues. I'm trying to. The stream right is having issues. I, well, I will take over here. You handle that. No, I, I can't fix it. I just texting Mark to go help me fix it. Um. So, like I said, that's that was a piece of good news from practice on a day where the offense broke down, and I think there's been pass protection issues in this camp. I'm sure that that's a cause for concern. Again, you can reverse that conversation. Nebraska is going to have a strong pass rush. They're going to. These tackles, this line is going to, is is getting tested. That's good. They're not always going to see O'Shawn Mathis and Garrett Nelson and Caleb Tanner. I will wet blanket. I will keep saying Caleb Tanner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would he, say this he, wet he blanket. Will keep fighting you too. <laughs> you know he he's not back in time. That's fine. Because you know what? Until the game happens, you, you guys can both butt heads. Right. Um, okay, more stuff from practice um, that I noticed. Yeah, you watched practice. Yeah, hold we on. Let got me got to the the portion you could watch yourself. Can you? We got the, the act. You know the quotes afterwards. Right. I'll uh, share what I wrote. How about that? Yeah, please do. Um, you watched for about what forty minutes? Yeah, yesterday? And, or, and it was really fun. Oh, we didn't even mention. We didn't even mention that that uh, Devin Drew was on hand. <laughs> There's some mysteries of football that are interesting to me. Mysteries of football. Here's a mystery of football. I'll give you a mystery. That it was, it was strange to me. Devin Drew, I thought he was in full pads. He had what looked like shoulder pads. He had f- full you know, football pants on, a jersey, helmet, cleats. I thought he was dressed out, which I was sort of – I didn't know you could do that. He wasn't – he was just doing individual drills, though. 
Now, I was told later, no, Sip, he wasn't in full pads. Those are spider pads. Now, Gus knows because he just played, but I, but uh, one of the, one, a former player, though, did say to me, no, it does look like they're in full pads, even when they're in spiders. So I thought he was in full pads. He wasn't, but he was doing individual drills on the sideline. Now, Devin Drew is 6'2, 280 listed. That's what he is. He's 6'2, 280. He, he's, he's an example of a player that's not, he's not that big, is what I'm telling you. He's going to have to rely on quickness. And, I, and he's bouncy. He's a, big, he's a bouncy big man. I would say Teddy Prohaska is not bouncy. I'd say Devin Drew is bouncy. I would say Teddy Prohaska 6'10", 320. I would say this guy's 6'2", 280, so he has to be bouncy. Do you think they want to put you know, 10 pounds on him? I doubt it. 280 is kind of where he's at? Yeah. Except to where he's at? Yeah, he playing. looks – I mean, I'm just going to say it this way. He looks a little like a Big 12 defensive lineman compared to a Big 10 defensive lineman. But, again, again, he, he's going to be quicker. And you know what? Even in the individual drills on the sideline, Devin Drew looks pretty quick, you know, for a dude that size. Um, but he's not – you know, he's not going to wow anybody when he when – he, when he runs onto the field with his size, I will tell you that. Um, but he's there. He was practicing. How much How much action will he get August 27th in Ireland? Hard to say. I'd say 10 snaps would be aggressive. Um, I, I don't know if he can get to t- where he can play 10 snaps. He was working with a graduate assistant. It's Football is fascinating to me. They were just doing individual drills on the sideline. But it was intense. I mean, Marcel Lazard is a name nobody knows. He's a, he's a graduate assistant. He was a defensive tackles coach at Pace University in New York from 2018 to 2020. Marcel Lazard played offensive line at West Virginia and Boston College. But he was putting he was putting Devin Drew through the paces. Okay, the most the most intense part of practice, and this was beautiful. I just, I can't believe that the kids on offense weren't energized for the entire practice by this. So what what do they do? Just all of a sudden, they they throw the guys in in a punt situation where they're punting out of their own, okay. own end right. zone. They're yeah. punting out of their own end zone, right. and yeah, yeah. And Bill Bush is yelling, yelling that, that he's yelling game game rep game rep game rep game rep. I mean, it's live, okay. Now, they're not returning live, but the punt out of the end zone is live. And it was intense. I, if I were a head coach, I'd want to do that, that, that kind of thing a lot early in practice because I thought it was energizing. I mean, you have Bush in the end zone yelling, game rep, game rep, game rep. And, you know, it's on. Those punters got to get the ball out of there. Yep, quick. And here's a confusing thing, another mystery of football. Um, spider pads are a mystery to me and another mystery of football to me. Nebraska has two punters wearing number 95. I don't understand that, so I I never know if it's Buscini or Detlefson out there. Mm. It could be. That's frustrating, isn't it? It could. Yeah, because I didn't know. In the spring game, I had the same problem. Brian Buscini wears number 95. Brian Buscini, of course, is the transfer from Montana. And um, Grant Detlison, who's from Lincoln, Lincoln, he's a Lincoln Southeast kid, walk-on. Gus knows him. He's yeah, Gus knows him. He also wears number 95. So, I don't know, maybe you can tell Bushini and Detlison apart in uniform, but I can't. Um, 
are they both kicking good punts? <laughs> pretty good, yeah, I guess. I would, I would assume that Boom Machinis <laughs> might be going a little further. I don't know. Jetlison's pretty good, yeah. Um, He's not the right guy watch award like Bushini is. Yeah. Nah. Boom Machinis. 295s. Don't understand that. Well, Can't get an answer just either. Just to confuse you. Yeah. I, I, I wonder about that a little bit. Ask Bush about that one. Yeah. He's probably saying it's intentional to confuse you and yeah. you alone. Yeah. Rick Heyman, Song of the Day, next and an early break in the ticket. Yeah.